Blog Talk Radio. Wrestling 
amazing trivia head that he is, and you know everyone knows me and my trivia, and uh, I, 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 my spirits just get very, very happy when this guy's around, and I have my trivia questions around. It just, it just makes my heart very well. Once again, he's back again. He is Armand. How are you tonight? I'm good, Chris. How are you? I am doing fantastic, man. I, it's WrestleMania recap, and we got a lot to talk about, man. Absolutely. Let's get to it. Absolutely. And we also have the the man, the myth, the legend, the Ryan Fuqua is on the show tonight. Pleasure to have you tonight, sir. Hey, I'm always happy to be here. Uh, I'd be a little happier if you let me go with the uh, theme of the episode I talked about earlier, if you want to tell our listeners about that. Absolutely. Uh, Flavor of the Week, we're going to talk about uh, the the, the way-too-bold predictions of uh, uh, WrestleMania 32, but Brian is specifically talking about uh, a Seth Rollins theme for tonight. Uh, what she I was trying to get the, to me, uh, the Seth Rollins appreciation <laughs> night. You know, the wind yeah. beneath my ring. <laughs> yeah, man, I, I, I could, I, I couldn't co-sign that with a, a long uh, Pee Wee hey, Herman pin, your, man. Yeah, your show, your rules. We know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm the Seth Levy man of the Pancakes and Power Slam show. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so, so, so be it. Uh, of course, we uh, the the panelists will not be fulfilled uh, without um, Sean, which will be joining us shortly. But let's uh, let's let's start off with some with some trivia, man. Let's let's go with let's start off with with Derek. And the trivia question for Derek is. What was the main event of WrestleMania one? Of course, this is icebreakers. You know, we're only you know five minutes into the show, so icebreaker question. Derek, what was the main event of WrestleMania one? WrestleMania one was uh, it was obviously it's Paul Orndorff and Roddy Roddy Piper. They had a uh, Ace Cowboy Bob Orton in their corner. Yes, they sir. Made they faced uh, Hulk Hogan, Mr. T, and they had Superfly, Jimmy Snuka, in the corner. And uh, a lot of other stuff. Uh, WrestleMania one. It was great. Muhammad Ali was there, Liberace, yada, yada, yada. They had the main event. That was what it was. Yeah. Any other questions? Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> That sounds like a uh, challenge to me. And uh, throughout the night, of course, as we do every night, uh, every Tuesday night, we just fill fill you to the brim with trivia. Uh, if you're listening to this show, and if you've listened to uh, at least half of the 157 shows that we've had, uh, you know that uh, you know we fill you to the brim with trivia. So come prepared when you're going into the uh, Block Talk Radio thread or the We Are Wrestling dot net thread, or if you just want to answer uh, through trivia through, through Twitter, Twitter at Crave Wrestling. So we're going to get to it. 
Oh, man. WrestleMania 31 is in the books, ladies and gentlemen that are listening and gentlemen of the panel. So just we're going to, we're going to go we're going to dice it we're going to we're going to dissect it uh through every match but um let's just do a a quick grade just just a simple grade what would you give WrestleMania let's start with Ryan uh, I'm easy to please I'm I loved it it was an A for me um an A nothing nothing off the top of my head that really ah I guess only <laughs> Nitpicking, maybe the Divas match. I think I wanted the Bellas to go mm. over for what they were trying to build. But other than that, man, uh, everything pretty much went my way. So, an A for Ryan. Armand, what do you have? Um, I give it a B. It was a good show. It was a good show. Um, pretty mm. solid all the way around. Um, nothing... Nothing like terrible. Maybe there were a couple of lulls in the show, but nothing outright terrible. Well, no, I take that back. There was one thing that was terrible, um, and now that I think mm-hmm. about it, that brings it down to a B minus. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll get to that uh, shortly. I think I know what you're talking about. All right, Derek, what's your grade? I give it a C. I give it a C plus. No, you know, not the best WrestleMania. The hype is always fun. WrestleMania Sunday, WrestleMania weekend. I mean, it's just the hype is there, but it did not deliver to my expectations. And yeah, there was great spots, there was great matches, but again, it didn't. I wouldn't praise it and say, "Oh my gosh, this is one that just absolutely blew my mind." It did not. Mm. Wow, so I have the tiebreaker. How about that? So I think the tiebreaker goes to the C-plus grade for me, Um, simply because, um, you know, of course we'll get to it in in detail throughout the show, but uh, simply because there were some moments that were poorly booked, um, there were some really, really good highs, and there were some really, really bad lows. So, uh, cheap plug for my uh, for those who listen. Cheap plug for my article on Bleach Report that says the the title the worst and best storytelling of WrestleMania. Uh, I pinpoint and highlight uh, the, the the best the best match to tell the story, the worst match to tell the story, and we'll get to that throughout the show. So, C plus for me. Uh, it wasn't a bad WrestleMania by any stretch, um, and but there were some moments that were just Head scratching, for sure. So let's get to those uh, those moments, and let's start off with Cesaro and Kid. This is a pre-show, uh, two matches in the pre-show. We started off with Cesaro and Kid defeating the Usos, New Day, Los Menadores. So Derek, did you want the the, the current champions Tyson Kid and Cesaro? Did you want them to retain, or do you want something something else? Uh, shocking to start off WrestleMania. I wanted them to uh, retain. I was glad they did. Based on the fact that, I mean, they're the best thing going in the tag team division right now. They deserve the win. I mean, they deserve the titles. They're, they are so entertaining. I mean, it really makes me happy in this day and age with WWE that you can just throw these two what were, they were going nowhere, 
you put them in a tag team. It's like, are you kidding me? These are guys are the highlight of the tag team division. So, I mean, great job on WWE's part. I mean, keep up the good work with this team of misfits. Keep it going. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, it's it's just natural, natural chemistry. Mm. Armand, satisfied with the outcome? Absolutely. Um, Really, really, really good pre-show match. I like the fact that um, I guess we could talk semantics, but I think moving them to the pre-show gave them a little more time to work with. And I feel like if they would have been on the main show, it would have been like a a super-duper spot fest, but they were able to tell a really good story. Um, I get why, you know, even though New Day and Los Matadores, you know, we might not consider them uh, tag title contenders, they definitely – uh, told a story. Them, you you might not consider them tag. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot who I was talking to. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they are. I mean, but you can't. You cannot deny. Number one, Big E can go. We know what Kofi can do. Um, and then put them in the ring with some other young guys. Um, that can also go, and you you've got a really solid 15 minute match, man. I, I liked everything. I like Naomi's involvement. Um, I like Natalia to El Torito. You know, I like the the big super uh, superplex spot. Um, it was just really, really good, and I like the fact that Cesaro and uh, and Kid retain. I agree with everything Derek said. They're uh, they should have the belts for for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Ryan, what's, are you are you on the boat with them? Uh, yeah, definitely happy Cesaro and Kid retained. Uh, I just would rather like to seen. Cesaro and Kid versus uh, the Usos straight up, but I get it. Like you know, people want to get that mania spot, so and it's I guess it's deserving. Uh, hopefully, we still see Los Matadores <laughs> sometime throughout the year. Uh, I think New Day, yeah. man, they should just be the uh, they should just start being the heels that you know they think people like them, but they're really you know. Like just still kind of happy, but mm-hmm. still kind of kind of like Bo Dallas type Bo Dallas yeah. uh, character. Yeah, that's almost what they are essentially. Mm-hmm. <sighs> no, no, I, I, I don't agree <laughs> with that. Uh, just because I'm a, I'm a New Day guy, um, but no, I, I'm, I'm not a New Day guy. I'm a, I'm a Big E guy, but um, and, and just you know. Uh, De facto New Day fan, but I, but I agree though. I, you know, I, I'm totally cool with with Cesaro and Kid retaining. I think that uh, a, a a a baby face team needs to be molded at this time. Somebody needs to chase the title uh, that that is held by Cesaro and Kid. Now, surprisingly, um, I thought that this team would mesh because um, they were. Messing very, very well, but I still don't feel a spark to the division with them holding the title. So I don't know exactly. I, I, the Usos did a very good job when they held the titles, and, um, you know, their their feuds were awesome. And their feud with Rowan uh, Harper uh, and Eric Rowan and Luke Harper was a good feud. Um, of course, uh, well, New Age Outlaws wasn't necessarily a good feud, but it was a a good feud to give them a good rub. Um, so, I mean, throughout the year, they, they, they had pretty good feuds. Um, 
to really help them in 2014 to really help them become the tag team of the WWE. And, of course, it's good for the faces to chase. I get it. But I don't know. What, what, I don't know what baby face team is, is there now in the Usos that, is, that the WWE will really give an opportunity to, to chase for, for the championship. Los Menardores is, you know, definitely not uh, one of those teams. And, of course, New Day, for some reason, Vincent Company is still giving New Day a shot. Uh, even with the, ooh, talk about your smarky crowd. I don't even think it was San Jose for Raw. We'll get to that. But I don't even, I wouldn't blame San Jose for Raw. I, you know, the, the Raw after Mania, is, it's not, it's never the city's fault, unless you're in the, the, the East Coast, but it's never the city's fault. It's just you have multiple, multiple countries, you know, having hotel dates for, for another day just to stay in, in the city, and then and they just, by the package deal, it seems like every year of WrestleMania and the Raw and the Raw succeeding the WrestleMania, and so of course you create that type of that atmosphere. But we'll talk about the San Jose ugh, crowd uh, later. But yeah, I agree. I'm cool with Cesaro and Kid retaining, and I think it was a, a good call to launch Raw. So we get to the big show. Uh, winning the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. And Armand, uh, you know, we were talking, we were putting the scenario together in the show last week, and we talked more about it uh, as as the week progressed. So Miz and Mizdow played out and played out well, and, and the crowd was, was really, really into it, especially when uh, Mizdow eliminated Miz. But for some reason, they still wanted to give the rub to Big Show. What was the purpose of it, and how would you have written that uh, segment if you had your if you had an opportunity? You know, up until maybe this afternoon, I was kind of scratching my head as to why Big Show would win. Um, but now that I've kind of come to grips with it, I've listened to some other podcasts, talked to some other friends, kind of gotten their opinion. I'm not mad at Big Show winning, and this is why. Um, When Cesaro won last year, we considered it, as you said, a rub, um, and we thought that it was going to serve as a launching pad into, um, you know, a push, a title, et cetera, et cetera. We all know what happened last year. You know, we thought he was going to turn face, ended up with Heyman, it kind of stalled him, didn't work out, yada, yada, yada. I think that if Mizdow would have won – it would have created an expectation by us for the E to do something with Ms. Dow, um, something greater than just maybe more TV time or whatever, whatever. And I don't think Ms. Dow needs that right now. I think right now it needs to play into the Ms. feud, which could last a, a pay-per-view or two. Um, so the fact that they didn't give it to a young guy and the fact they gave it to the big show, somebody who, number one, should always win Royal Rumbles and Battle Royals. Um, I like the yeah. fact that nobody – normally when the big show or Kane or Mark Henry is eliminated, it's they gang up on him. Nobody ganged up on the big show this time. Um, it was just an issue of he was just throwing everybody out. It makes sense. It's the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. He can, you know, walk around with the trophy for a couple of weeks, 
busted over somebody's head and start a feud with them that'll last through the spring. So I'm not mad at Big Show. Big mm. Show's at that stage where, like, he kind of has immunity. I think he's a little bit ahead of Kane um, where he can – um, he can lose, and it doesn't really affect his stock because I don't think unless he goes on like a super like Hall of Pain esque push, Big Show's always just going to be Big Show. He's just going to be a solid hand who you know is always going to look good when somebody picks him up, and you know he can pretty much have a, a good, a decent match with any anybody. So I'm not mad at him. Yeah. Uh, I'll get to my opinion here in a minute. So let's alley that opinion over to Ryan. Would you agree with Armand? Uh, would you have written it differently? Is it just a complete no-no to you? Uh, what's your thoughts on that? I totally agree, but I came around a little quicker than him. Uh, once I seen Big Show stand next to the trophy after the match, I was just 100% sold. Uh, I think Big Show needed a nice WrestleMania moment like that because I think it was WrestleMania 18 I was watching the other day, and Big Show was at WWF New York holding a child. So (laughs) Big Show's had some tough mania moments. Um, And plus, (laughs) Miz Dow, he he didn't need this here. The, The feud with Miz will take him, you know, over the top, like Armand said, to maybe Extreme Rules or something, and... There's a chance Mizdow could have won that and started dressing up like Andre the Giant. So it could have backfired. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that wow. would have been funny. Poor, yeah. <laughs> poor, poor, the, poor Charlie Hoss. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, so we have, so we have two people who um, initially it was a bad shock factor, but but came around. Derek, did you come around with the show winning or no? No, not really. I didn't understand why the show would win. I mean, anybody would have done better. I, not that they would have benefited from it, just for the fact that it's the under the giant battle royal and it doesn't really do anything for anybody. But uh, it's it was a good showdown, especially. I mean, the whole thing was just to make Miz and Mizdow break up and see where that goes. Hopefully, this is a good feud. They're not going to mess up like they did the Gold Dust and Stardust feud. But uh it's I think that's pretty much the whole meaning of the Under the Giant Battle Royal and Big Show winning it. It's not gonna be rememberable if you ask me about it five years from now, I'll probably like not even remember. But Miz Dow I just want to see what WWE's gonna do with him with him without the Miz. If he can really do it, if he can make it. I think he can, but it just depends how they do it. And, and it's interesting that you said that because I have I have an opinion about his match at Raw against um, uh, yeah whoever he uh, Stardust yeah I have a, a, I'm glad that you said that because we'll we'll get to that as far as Raw is concerned um, as far as how I feel about it in hindsight it, it's really not. I guess we all wanted more for the Andre the Giant Battle Royal because there wasn't much to look forward to in the first place. There wasn't any payoff. There wasn't any stipulation that kind of draws suspense of who's going to win what or who's going to win and who's going to get it. But I I suppose that I can concede 
Big Show winning it simply because of you know the factors that you that, uh, that all of you said uh, as far as you know Ryan and Armand. And at the end of the day, it makes sense that Big Show wins it. Uh, you know, won it. He was runner-up last year. He came back and won it the next year. Uh, the spot with Cesaro helped him win it. You know, helped them a little bit as far as kind of getting his retribution back on Cesaro when Cesaro tried to do the body slam spot again. Uh, it just really boils down to me that it really it, it still didn't mean anything. There still wasn't much of a meaning to the Andre the Giant Battle Royal other than, you know, people can people talking to people while it happened. You know, if you're watching WrestleMania in a group, that's most likely the time that you all were just kind of conversing about wrestling. So I was actually watching the Duke game consecutively, and uh, that was my, you know, that was my saving grace uh, because everybody knows I'm a huge Duke fan. And so, yeah, that's, it really didn't. It really didn't mean much. But in hindsight, the Big Show winning it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was initially because it really didn't mean anything. It really didn't mean anything, anyways. So trivia. Um, I think I'll give this to. I think I'll give this one to Armand. Uh, who did Demolition defeat at WrestleMania six? to become the WWE World Tag Team Champion. That would be the colossal connection of Andre the Giant and Haku, and that was also uh, Andre the Giant's face turn. It was, absolutely. Heenan got tired of uh, the Andre the Giant, and, uh, and Andre you know, got fed up with Heenan, and there you go. Uh, real quick, uh, we got a comment here on the uh, realwrestling.net chat uh, live stream comment board. I think Big Show is an asset to the WWE. He's often booked stupid, but he's a solid worker. The newer guys love working with him because he does not place limitations on their moveset. Uh, good assessment, I, I would say that. I think the uh, I think the Roman Reigns feud showed that as well. Although people people didn't really didn't really buy into the Roman Reigns feud as much as I think they should have. I think that Roman Reigns and Big Show could have had some some solid. I mean, they did have some solid work together, but um, it really it was um, really a pushover feud to, to lead to Mania. Next, we have Daniel Bryan winning the Intercontinental Title ladder match. Before I go into that, uh, this this trivia question is posed to the listeners uh, and to the live stream. Uh, what championship was being defended in the match between Jake Roberts and Ted DiBiase at WrestleMania six? What championship was being defended in the match between Roberts and DiBiase at WrestleMania six? All right, so we have the Intercontinental Championship ladder match. Uh, as many thought, as many projected, Daniel Bryan uh, was the winner of the match. And uh, good job, million-dollar belt. Um, so... Daniel Bryan, he wins Intercontinental Championship. Matches, you know, match was good, great spots. So, was it a good, was it a good call, Armand? Absolutely, it was the obvious call. If you are obviously looking in hindsight, they're looking to build up the uh, 
the secondary titles and you you give the intercontinental title to a guy, actually to two guys who can put on um solid matches with 99% of the roster. Um so you know, you don't put it on Ziggler cuz they've been putting it on Ziggler off and on with Barrett for the last year. Um Harper Harper's had it. I think everybody in the match except our truth has had it, right? Recently Ambrose. and Ambrose Yep. And Ambrose, yeah. Ambrose had the U.S. title in the shield, but he never had the IC. And Ambrose needs a lot more than a title right now. Um, so, yeah, you obviously put on Daniel yeah. Bryan. He can go in a myriad of directions. Um, he can. He has the credibility uh, wrestling-wise. And, you know, of course, he's like the number one guy in terms of popularity. Um, yeah, it, it was obviously the right choice. And judging by what happened Monday night, I'm totally happy with where they're going with it. Hmm. Ryan, would you agree? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things we've seen Brian winning a mile away, but <laughs> we need this so bad for the IC title. Now I hope IC title matches are main eventing Rawls and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. My only thing here, man, I think I'm just I'm just a little burnt out on ladder matches. I need a little bit of a break, so hopefully we don't see one until Money in the Bank in June because we had them in TLC, we had the one at the Rumble, and then now, and just, mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm just a little burnt out, man. They, they've already played me out on Hell in a Cell and Elimination Chamber, so let's not do that with the ladder. Mm-hmm. Derek, are you burnt out on ladder matches? I wouldn't say I'm burnt out on them. However, yeah, it's, it's one of those things, it's a novelty act, and it's great, and you love it when it's there. When it's not there for a while, you appreciate it a little more. I, I enjoyed it. Again, though, I didn't – there were too many participants in it. So it yeah. was something that should have just stayed with the original four. But uh, it was fine. Dean Ambrose took one heck of a bump. If you would have seen that, I, I couldn't believe it was back out on Raw. But uh, – yeah. It was great. I liked it. It was probably one of the better matches of the evening in WrestleMania. For I mean, it was a lot going on. You just couldn't take your eyes off of it. So I was happy with it. I was fine with it. You guys just want the Punjabi uh, prison to come back. Oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I can't believe that that just really passed my earwaves. Yo, you guys are tired of ladder matches. Let's bring that Punjabi prison Ooh. back. <laughs> oh, keep those ladder did, matches did we, coming. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, every week on Raw. Yeah. Uh, so, so wait. So there were there were one or two Punjabi matches. I remember there were one. There was one between, um, but was, two, uh, I believe. Kali, yeah, two. Because it was Batista. Uh, and yeah, Taker, it was two. Because so one I, of them, and, one of them, Kali wasn't even in. Yeah. Right, right. Because he was supposed to be the one in the one with, with Taker ended up being show instead because because they kind of flipped it last minute and oh. they didn't think Kali was good enough. So I think it was Taker and Show. And I think the other one yep. was Batista and Kali, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yep, that sounds right. Oh, yikes. Uh <laughs> so, and of course the the people at the Real Wrestling dot net uh a live streamer are chuckling about that too. Um, also, a comment there. Uh, I think it's a good way, to, a good call to elevate the title. 
They need to have done this a long time ago to keep the title relevant. The problem was once these guys became WWE champs or World Heavyweight champs, it seems like the IC or U.S. titles were beneath them, and that, in my opinion, was the wrong way to go about it. Interesting uh, comment there. All right, so, uh, Ryan, trivia question. All right. The trivia question for you is, who did Hulk Hogan defeat to win the WWE Championship at WrestleMania Seven? Ooh, seven, seven, eight. Good question. Seven. Why is it? Anybody want to steal? Lifeline. Are you kidding me? What was the question again? Ah, the the, rearwrestling.net chat room has been flooding it right now, so they they, they stole it from you. Sergeant Slaughter. Good job, guys. Oh. Oh, it was who beat oh, who did Hogan beat for the title? Yeah, yeah. Who did Hogan beat for the title? Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. The slaughter. Yep. Um. So, uh, <laughs> one of one of one of I'm not even gonna say that answer. Uh, go to the for, for those who aren't aren't on the We Are Wrestling that Net live stream. Um, it, it, Toots Mott was that was one of the choices. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that, that, nice try. Next, we get uh, Randy Orton defeating Seth Rollins. Now, real quick, on, on my opinion, this match was that it was very solid, very good match. I knew they were going to bring it, you know, bring the house down with this match. Um, of course, we'll get to the, the one of the best spots in WWE history, uh, but. It was uh, it was an omen for me. It was an omen. Uh, it didn't make the ending as surprising as I thought. And I think I even told Armand. I was with Armand at the time. I, I think I even told him. I, you know, I was like, eh. Like when when, when Orton won, it was kind of like that. You know, precursor. I was I was denying it, denying it because I'm you know everybody knows I'm such a Roman Reigns apologist, but I was denying it. But I just. Could feel the precursor coming along. And I think even I might have referenced on the show and it's been the uh, few within within the past few weeks or so that you know if Randy Orton wins, you know Seth Rollins was going to cash it in. So uh, Randy Orton won, and you know uh, it, it, I don't think it was a matter of if this was a good or a bad decision because we saw what happened in the night. So Derek. Orton winning does what for him in the coming weeks? Uh, honestly, it probably doesn't do a whole lot. I mean, the focus is going to be on Seth Rollins. Uh, he's got the championship now. I mean, the most awesome RKO you've ever seen in your life happened yeah. at WrestleMania. And uh, that was the highlight of the match. Okay, I mean, he's going to continue being a babyface. Who's he going to feud with? I'm still I'm, I'm scratching my head. I mean, what does he do at this point? He can't make a run for the championship. Uh, he could, but I don't. I what is that? What WWE wants to do with it? That could be okay, but he can't do it with the Intercontinental Championship either. So it's 
he's kind of in limbo right now. I mean, he can continue feuding with Rollins, which would be great, but do you want to see the title on Randy Orton again? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll save I'll save the Orton analysis for Ryan at the at the very end because that's uh, at, at the end of this part because I know that that's your boy. So let's go to Armand. <laughs> what happens to Randy Orton in the coming weeks? I think Rollins' immediate program is with Orton, and I think they they uh, introduced that last night on Raw. Um, where Orton was the first one to co- to confront Rollins and not Reigns, um, which lets me know that, you know, if if Lesnar has been suspended indefinitely and he's not coming back until SummerSlam, we have to fill in time from uh, April until July, um, so he can they can do Orton um, Orton Rollins Extreme Rules. Orton can put him over give him his win back, make him look good. Um, I'm assuming it'll be Rollins reigns at Money in the Bank or something like that. And that's what I've been thinking about. So I don't know if we want to talk about that in this show or if we'll have time is, you know, who's going to get the briefcase in June? Um, it might be a little too early to tell. But um, that's what, that's what I've been thinking about is who's going to get it and is it going to be a, a, a Kane in, in, incident where – you know, is Rollins going to walk into uh, SummerSlam, the world champion, or is somebody going to cash in on him the same night? Or, you know, how how is that going to work? But yeah, he to answer your question, he immediately goes into a program with uh, with Orton, and he has Reigns waiting in the wings for him. So that should take him through the spring and the summer months. Mm. All right, Ryan, your boy pulled out an RKO of. Epic proportions. He just made DDP's, uh, you know, uh, creations of the diamond cutter just look very, uh, very amateurish. So, let me know your thoughts on where War Orton goes. Uh, like Armand said, I immediately to getting a shot against Rollins since he pinned him the same night and everything by. WWE standards most of the time. That's how it goes. But uh, they were going to have a rematch anyways for Mania, and this just helps me care more. Because um, as you know, Rollins and Orton are 1A and 1B, so a little torn there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, either way, with or without the title, they were going to – these feuds are going to keep going to extreme rules. So, Gives me way more interest with the title on it now. Yeah, I, I, and I've said this before. You know, I, I think that Orton, um, it, it should be a Seth Rollins project, and I, I think that Orton's a good guy for that. It, it, you know, <sighs> Orton winning at Mania carries it over more, so it makes sense in hindsight. I still think it should have been a Seth Rollins show. Uh, you know, even if, even with the cash in. I still think Seth Rollins should have beat Randy Orton because it would have brought the uh, the, the prediction, or it would have it would it would have diminished the foreshadowing, so to speak. And I think that see, I don't. The, 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 I, go ahead. Let me say something real quick. I don't during that Lesnar Reigns match, and I know we'll get there. 
Lesnar and Reigns had me so into it, I honestly forgot about Rollins. Like, the fan in me was just me into that match so much. I forgot. And I didn't expect a triple threat. I mean, you know, there's no rules to money in the bank. So, <laughs> But I was into yeah. it and forgot about the man. I can certainly concur to that. Um, <laughs> I was, as Ramon saw, I was very into the match. Um from a from a Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar standpoint, and we'll certainly get to the analysis of that match. But yeah, I, I agree. I, I I still had the back of my head of Seth Rollins though. I mean, oh, it, it was still one of those things. That, you know, I mean, it, it didn't bring. I still really. I think it, it it everything fell into place. But from a journalism standpoint, from 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 analyzing this on the show, I just think that. You know, Rollins, if you're going to invest in Rollins, do it all the way. And Orton, be, Orton beating Rollins at Mania, to me, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't a purpose to it. I think for the sake of us seeing that RKO, you know what I mean, it was, that was just amazing. Uh, but at the same time, I just think that Rollins beating Orton and winning the case at the end, really would have put a lot of stock in Rollins because he still, even when we saw Raw, he's still kind of weaseling his way out. I don't like that. I don't like the weasel Rollins. I mean, just just go hard on him and, and, and just you know, just just invest, build him up, build him up very very good. Um, trivia question for Derek. Trivia question for Derek. I don't know if you are ready. For it, but who retained the European Championship at WrestleMania 14? Who retained the European Championship at WrestleMania 14? Triple H. Triple H, as William Regal would say. Triple H. Absolutely. Good, good job. Um, interesting. Um, Interesting question. I'll pose this to Ryan, since Orton's your boy. Uh, the live stream over at RealWrestling.net posed a, uh, a proposition. How about an Orton-Wyatt feud? Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt, is that what you said? Yep, yep. I could definitely get with that. Um, it's just, will Bray Wyatt be on TV is the thing, but... No, I definitely yeah. could. That's something fresh, man. I could definitely get with that for sure. Now, why Bray would come at him, I don't know. Um guess he would talk something about his legacy or something, you know. But yeah. I, I could get with it. Uh, two good athletes. They, they would definitely put on a spectacle. You call yourself the legend killer, man. But yeah. I have the new face yeah. of fear. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so it, 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 it'll, it'll work out somehow. Eater of world, pillar uh, yeah. of legends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, I think it'll work out pretty good. I, I'd be a fan of that, too. So we get to Triple H versus Sting. Oh, man. I, yeah. For, for the sake of the fact of me not just totally – you know, being selfish during this part of the show, I'll uh, I'll, I'll defer my thoughts for a moment to, uh, to 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 Derek and let let us know what you think about it, and just 
Give us your thoughts on this match. My thoughts on this match, I was expecting so much more. And the whole thing just kind of died when he came out in the Terminator stint. I mean, that was... I understand in the past they did Barbarians and stuff with Triple H. It made more sense. The Terminator, and he came down, and Sting should have won this match. It should have been Sting's time. What's they're going to play it off the SummerSlam or even next year's WrestleMania? Seriously, I don't want to wait another year to see another Sting match. I don't know if I want to wait until next pay-per-view or even SummerSlam. And it, Sting should have won this match. It should have been his match. And that's it. But if Triple H is going to continue to uh, wrestle and be active about the big main event, he needed this one. And that's okay. Mm. Hindsight, mm. I would totally take the surprise. The X coming out and the NWO coming out. That's fine. I get it. It's Georgia, the whole Monday Night Wars, that you fight each other. This wasn't the time for the place. The match could have been... Mm. It could have been an ending, the ending of WrestleMania, but it wasn't, and it was more of a gimmick match than anything, and I was totally disappointed with it. Mm. So, uh, first of all, thank you uh, for the WeAreWrestling.net live stream uh, uh, comment that says, Dang, good, Wyatt impression, let's have some more LOL. Thank you for that. but, But Ryan... DX NWO comes out. Why and what were your initial thoughts when that happened? Uh, <laughs> shock, little confusion, I guess. Um, I, by no means did I expect anybody to run out. I mean, we heard people talking about, hey, this WCW guy can do this or run out and yeah, by no means did I think NWO or DX would run out, um, nor did I think Scott Hall would take a bump. But, um, mm. yeah, I guess, that, I mean, this yeah. really turned into NWO versus DX for me. Um, and, you know, all the backlash of uh, Sting and the NWO never liking each other, and I just looked at it as, I told my coworker, like, you know, if your brother or somebody fight with your siblings, but if somebody says something to the both of you, you'll take up, you know, for your family. So that's how I kind of looked at it. But uh, a lot of overbooking. I don't know, maybe the 30 and over crowd liked it, the people who lived the Monday Night Wars as teenagers and older. So, yeah, I just, I'm not as, you know, I wasn't a big Nitro guy like you, so I'm, not upset at it. I enjoyed it, but it was still, it was a little weird to me. Um, I don't know. Maybe you should have had X-Pac kind of play both sides or something. Ugh. And the handshake. Come on, being. Where are we going with the handshake? Oh, goodness. What? The handshake. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Armand, being a WCW guy, what were your thoughts of the whole rigmarole? <sighs> I don't. I don't want to go on a limb and say it was like the worst match in WrestleMania history, but it was bad. It was really, really bad. Um, it was totally for the casuals. I agree that it was overbooked, and I think it was overbooked in retrospect because they they weren't sure of what Sting was capable of. 
Um, I mean, even Vince saying we plucked Sting out of obscurity and, you know, made him a household yeah. name for WrestleMania, that kind of lets you know wow. how how they feel about the icon Sting, one of the greatest wrestlers ever, um, who basically carried an organization on his back for, what, 20 years, 15, 20 years? Um, yeah. I think it, it, it was a decent match up until when DX came out. It didn't make any sense. Um I guess it made a little bit of sense. NWO coming out made absolutely no sense because, surprise, Sting was never black and white. Sting was never with Hogan. I'm not sure if – I'm not sure if Hall was ever red and black. I don't remember. I don't think he was. Yeah, he was. Um, he, he was? He was? a little bit. He, he okay, was more well, of a, a hiccup, uh, but he was more like, you know, I don't like the Wolfpack. I'm on a feud with Kevin Nash during when he was the Wolfpack. He was very pro black and white. Right, 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 right. When I think of Wolfpack, I think Sting, Luger, Macho, Conan, Nash. Um, That's the Wolfpack to me. So, yeah, he was never black and white. That didn't make sense. I mean, Hall giving Sting the bat, Hogan taking the sledgehammer away, um, the only spot that made sense was Sean's super kicking Sting. I totally got that. I wasn't mad at that. It just Sting taking a Sting taking a sledgehammer, taking a one two three, and then I don't know about y'all, but like if you hit me in the face with a sledgehammer, I'm not shaking your hand <laughs> straight up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that just didn't make it didn't make any sense to me and. And right, Sting should have went over. Oh, the last thing I want to say about it, Sting, they didn't let Sting talk until last week when he had the, the confrontation with Stephanie. The first thing he says is, this is not about WCW. Yes. He completely destroys that argument, and then Stephanie basically comes out and says, LOL, yes it is. <laughs> and And I went back yeah. and watched the match, and that's all... Cole and JBL and and wow. I was about to say Taz, jeez, uh, and Lawler were talking about was WCW, WCW, and it was just like no man, like Sting could go, um, he he proved that he can go. He looked great to be fifty six. I mean, my goodness. So yeah, I was very disappointed, very disappointed. Uh, and real quick, oh um, like Armand said about. Uh, McMahon saying that they plucked Sting and made him this WrestleMania character. That was insane because I am the most casual of WCW fans. Like, I'm watching Nitro now as an adult on the network and being surprised by things happening. But even back then, I knew Sting has always been the man. So how he could even say that he made a WrestleMania star out of Sting is that, that was mind-blowing to me. That one blew me away, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I've known Ryan for almost 15 years, and all of those 15 years, I've made sure that Ryan knows this thing was the man in WCW. So, um, <laughs> so <laughs> if, 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 if it's <laughs> that much, <laughs> we do know. So, yeah, I uh, – man, um, thank you – I'm loving the interaction over at RealWrestling.net live stream. Very, very good comments. I get the, you know, I got the handshake was an abomination. Uh, a really good comment says Vince will always dislike Sting because he didn't create him. Very true. Very good. Um, uh, 
Uh, people liking the super kick to Sting. Um, Sting looking great for his age. Uh, the basis on the booking about that match was this. Simply put, WWE is greater than WCW. Great, great comments. Great comments there. I oh, there's so much I want to say that I just I probably just need to write it out on another. I already wrote an article about it, but that just wasn't enough. I just probably need to write it out because there's so much I want to say and there's so much to cover. That oh man, just that was just horrible. That was such a bad. It was such a badly written match as a NWA. WCW guy that I am, I and even growing up, I was more NWA. I, I was a huge fan of both NWA and and WWF at the time. Even as an NWA guy, it, it just it did not make any sense to me that you would throw in something that Sting debunked last week. Just like Armand said, the first thing that he said was, hey, newsflash, this isn't a WCW thing. This is a Triple H thing. Why would you bring out the NWO out of anybody? If you just decided to ignore what Sting said, bring Flair out. Bring Zabisco out. Zabisco's, you know, he, he had a long stint in the WCW. He was a Hall of Famer. The night before, bring Zabisco out. I mean, just bring other people that was pro WCW other than the NWO. Why would the NWO come out and their whole mission was to get rid of WCW? It made absolutely no sense at all. I heard. I heard Sting was a. I heard. I'm sorry. I heard. I heard Flair was a a really good. idea or antithesis for DX um, just because he has the connection not only to Sting but to Triple H. I forgot how the story played yeah. out, but it would have made more sense for kind of Sting to come out after Sean did the super kick or whatever and uh, and either stick up for Sting or – or no, he, yeah, he would stick up for Sting because uh, didn't Triple H just like push him to the ground like a month ago or something? He sure yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah, so he, he so Flair could have did a run in. You know, it would have Blair anything would have been. Yeah, Flair and HBK. It it would have been way better than I could see Flair taking a bump before Scott Hall. I think we all. I think everybody cringed. Ooh, cringed. Yeah, <laughs> cringed. That was worse than Reigns' knee to, to to Brock's face on the apron. Like Scott Hall's bump was just. Whew. Yeah, and, and then and then great comment here on the uh, on the stream here, especially after what I said especially when the NWO was former Click members. Exactly. Very very well said there. Yeah, I. there was just – it just made absolutely no sense. And just like Armand said, very much for the casuals. And even the I – would, I would venture to say even the casuals were scratching their head like, who, well, who, what? Who's this bearded – who's this guy with the peppery hair? I mean, like, it was – it made absolutely no sense at all. Just a ridiculously poorly written, ma- uh, poorly written match. Even before the fluff, the match was, it was telling a story. And I even told Armand at the time. I said that's why you know I was giving kudos to Triple H. I said that's one thing I yeah. like about Triple H is Triple H has amazing psychology. He knows how to tell a story, as we saw 
in a Hell in a Cell match at 28 with with The Undertaker. Really good psychology, and he knows how to tell a story. And so we were getting that. We were starting, you know, we were getting yeah. it. We got the wrestling the down. The we got the walk around the ring. Yes, the wrestling in the match was great. And yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it was, and we, and we were getting that. We were getting the psychology. We, we you know, we got the, you know, the, the walk. Like I said, the walking around the ring. We we got the you know, thing, you know, getting the upper hand, getting like an arm drag, uh, an arm toss, a hip toss, and and Triple H <clears throat> goes outside saying, you know, I can't, you know, I can't manage to you know, get the upper hand on them. That's the psychology and the mask that we were getting. And then you just completely tarnish it by by, by what we received. It was absolutely ridiculous. So let's let's go on. Ne- next trivia question to uh, uplift my spirits, and that's what I did doing WrestleMania too. Um, how long, and this, is, and this goes to uh, the live stream or the blog talk radio uh, chat room or, or Twitter. Uh, the question is, how long was the Iron Man match between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels? How long was the Iron Man match between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels? All right. Um, uh, <laughs> interesting comments here. All right, so next we get to AJ and Paige defeating the Bella Twins. Um, this is a free-for-all. Anybody wants to jump in? Um, yeah. I, I think, nah, I, I like think I just Ryan, said, the Bellas should have won. Yeah. That. They were, they've been building them as heels, and Nikki is this champ, and then they go and have a pin. <laughs> and AJ's yeah. checked out. So, yeah. Yeah, oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Armand, would you agree with that assessment? Yeah, yeah. They, I think they were building up uh, for the Bella. Uh, they've been building up the Bellas. Um, AJ and Paige, you know, were kind of teasing the breakup, and they're not really a team. And I guess you guys are right now. That I think about it. AJ has been on on neutral or on cruise control since coming back. She definitely has been. Um, so yeah, yeah. yeah. should have gave it to the Bellas, or it just should have been a fatal four way. Like like I, yeah. I think we talked, Chris, you and I talked about, you know, it it it, yeah. it could have been Nikki, Naomi, uh, shoot, AJ and Paige. Natalia. Yeah. Natalia could have been in there. Uh, yep, yep. Championship scramble. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah scramble. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, somebody yeah, give Rosa Mendez a, a mania check. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. don't even have her come out with Fandango and the Andre Battle Royal. She does at all. does not deserve any type of check except for uh, from uh, E. Uh, that's that's the check that she deserves and barely. Oh. So oh. <laughs> yeah, so uh, uh, we we're getting sixty minutes, one hour, but it went in overtime. Um, those are kind of right, but not necessarily right. So that's 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 not necessarily the right answer. How long did it go? <laughs> uh, dang, the Rose that Rosa Mendez comment made me laugh for real. <laughs> the comments that just happened on the screen here. Uh, so John Cena defeating Rusev. Um, I, I've I've voiced I've voiced my opinion on this for weeks as far as. 
um, you know, John Cena elevating the championship, which is a, a very good thing. Um, uh, people know that I'm not a Cena guy by any stretch, but I think this is a very good idea to do this. Although I keep saying Ryback's have got the rub, I understand why they want to do this for the sake of elevating the championships again. Um, let's go with Ryan. Um, was this a good idea, and where does the U.S. title go from here? Um, I don't. I guess it's kind of a good idea. I mean, it depends on how serious Cena takes it, man. If he comes out with a the same old Cena smirk and all that jazz. I just, I can't, it's not going to work for me like it will with Brian and the IC title. Um, as for who he goes from here, where he goes from here, I'm guessing Rusev again, but I wouldn't like that because I don't see Rusev winning it right back. Um, I... I don't know, man. I just I don't know where they go from here. That's a really good question. Wow, that's just no, he's got to play it up, though, man. Just take it serious. That you know me. I, I like your Reigns apologist. I'm a bit of a Cena apologist. I just I don't know. I guess now at this point, it's the hipster thing to do to not like Cena and boo him. And I'm like, he's not even in the main event. What do you want now? But. <laughs> I mean, yeah, John Cena smart can ruin your day, though. I I, I can agree yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's ruined mine ever since 2002 when he beat Chris Jericho at Vengeance. So. Yeah. I can't, no, yeah, I can't let go serious, of it. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, definitely, I definitely agree with that. Um, Armand, where does it go, man? Uh, as far as Cena? Yeah, where does the U.S. title go? Um, I think that, I think the match with Ambrose, um, kind of showed that, um, first, can we, I mean, you said at the top of the show, but the, the springboard into the stunner, really? That's what we doing at WrestleMania, (laughs) Cena? Okay. Mm. I'm not mad. Right. I'm not mad. Um. Um, I, I think again, like Brian Cena, love, love his love his character, hate his character. The man puts on solid matches with just about anybody he's in the ring with, um, mm-hmm. and he's going to definitely bring some credibility to that U.S. title. He's he's the face of the company. Um, he's not in the title picture, but he still has something to do. Because for the longest time, Cena would just kind of he'd be the champ. He'd be chasing the title, and then he would like either you know quote unquote bury somebody. Some of, some of that, some of those accusations were valid about you know who or what he buried. Nexus, um, where he would just kind of be in some sort of program. Yeah, Alex Riley, Zach Ryder. Yeah, um, <laughs> he's just kind of like wait. He's kind of floating in the air, waiting on like a title program to be over so he can jump back in it. But this gives him something to do that has legit worth, but then keeps the title picture the title picture because you have at least four wrestlers right now that are going to be chasing the world title through 2015, and Cena doesn't have to be one of those guys. But even if Cena holds the title for a while, he's he's good to have matches with a whole bunch of guys and make them look really, really good while defending it. And the open challenge and doing the whole Bret Hart being a fighting champion thing, 
I'm all for it. There's a whole bunch of mid carters. I, I'm I believe that the the WWE roster right now is as good as it's been in a very long time, and they can really play their cards right and get a lot of guys some credibility by getting them in the ring with Cena on random Monday Night Raws and uh and house shows. Yeah, we're very well said. So, Derek, Cena, you know, you and I have similar feelings towards John Cena. Uh, but are you on board with him being U.S. champ? Honestly, I am. And I think it, it's going to do a lot great for the U.S. championship. It's going to make the mid-card titles a lot better. And I think it's been a repeating record tonight that, this is going to be awesome, and I'm really looking forward to it. I want the IC title to be something again to where, cause face it, Brock Lesnar, he's not going to be around for a while. And we're going to see what Seth Rollins can do with the title. I'm not expecting a whole lot. Maybe that can be great. But, again, we want to make every title in WWE that much greater. And John Cena with the U.S. title is going to be great. Building Dean Ambrose, again, he's my guy. I want him to uh, just totally shine. He did last night, and it's, it's going to make the U.S. title that much better. And the Intercontinental Championship, forget about it. Daniel Bryan has it. That's great. Dolph Ziggler and Bryan last night stole Monday Night Raw. I mean, that was the match of the night. So other than Brock Lesnar beating everyone up and <laughs> doing what he does, but <laughs> The undercard matches, it has to be great, especially with the championship, the IC and the U.S. title. I'm happy with the position that's at right now, and I want to stay that way. Please, please, please bring Disney back to it. It's only going to build your product and make it that much better. Showcase the mid-card talent. That's all you have to do. WWE, that's all you have to do. Absolutely. All right, so let's just grade this segment here, the Rock Triple H, Stepping Man, Ronda Rousey segment. Um, let's just do a quick grade and a quick, um, you know, evaluation on why you um, gave it that grade. So grade and evaluation, let's uh, let's keep going. Let's start with Derek. Great evaluation. I'm happy for it. Ronda Rousey, that's great for the WWE. It's great for her character as well. Brown Stephanie McMahon knocks out Triple H and all that good stuff. So I like it. It's kind of like when Ken Shamrock mixed with them back in the day. So I don't want it to be too much. There's wrestling, pro wrestling, and then there's MMA. So separated. But, what grade you would know, you give it? It's what fun to dabble. I, I give it a, a B, B minor. A B minus. All right, real quick, Sean, uh, not able to uh, come on, but he did say Cena being champ wouldn't help that belt. The champ beating <laughs> Cena helps that belt. That, that, that was his take on, uh, on Cena mm. as U.S. champ. Um, all right, so uh, grade and a, a short, very quick evaluation on that segment, Ryan. Uh, I give it a B um, because – Triple H after the handshake and then comes back out there as, you know, heel authority figure again. And you know me, I'm like death to the authority. So, yeah, I, B. Um, and for the people complaining that it was too long, I mean, four hour show, it's mania, it's rock, you know, 
they're going to use star power with Rousey. And also, if you're complaining that that's too long, have you watched an opening segment of Raw? I mean, that's that was right up the twenty minutes normal. That's par for the course. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, when Matt Taven was on the uh, one show uh, a couple months ago, uh, we, we we talked about how uh, the first twenty minutes, it's yeah, it's uh, one of one of three things: Cena, Rollins, I mean, Cena, Rollins, Authority, or a combination of of, of one of those people. Yeah, so it, it, it was averaging <laughs> out to uh, twenty minutes. The first, the first bell for Raw would ring at like eight eighteen Eastern time. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, Armand, grade and short evaluation. I give it a B. Um, Stephanie is the best heel in the company. She she murders anytime she gets gets a microphone in her hand. Um, sometimes she can kind of overdo it. I think with the Sting segment, she overdid it. With Brock last night, she sort of overdid it. But with this segment here with Ronda and the – I mean, she, she low-key, she kind of chumped the rock. She really had me thinking for a second that the rock was going to get out of the ring and, and yeah. walk back. <laughs> you know, he, she really convinced me that, that – you know. So, yeah, overall, a good segment. It teases – a possible mixed tag at 32, um, mm-hmm. you know, because she didn't actually, like, really put Stephanie in the arm bar. There's money in that. That in itself is an event. That's going to be all over. You know, that's the equi- that's the equivalent of Donald Trump shaving Vince's head. Um, so <laughs> they, they can totally do that in, if they're trying to fill up 100,000 people in Jerry's world next year, then they need to make that happen. So be, be great. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, Sean also comments plowing through the mid card. I've seen it plowing through the mid card with the mid card title would be entertaining though. So, uh, I, I would agree with that. Um, I give it a C just because I, I get you, Ryan, as far as the length is concerned. However, it's because it was so long. It's uh, it, it killed Undertaker's video package, and it also killed the elaborate entrances. For Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, we reported that on PWMania.com. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I don't like that it did that. I think it was. I think if the, the length, I get it. I get the Rousey, you know, thing. Dana White uh, tweeting, I get it. But I think for it being long, to you know, as a result of, of killing those seg- segments, I think. The, the uh, Taker video package would have really helped the the suspense of him coming back instead of just a gong, you know, sounding and him just walking out. So um, I definitely did. When, when, when the music came on and, and nothing really happened other than that, uh, I I knew at the time, and we didn't even report it yet because there weren't even, you know, any type of confirmation to that. But I knew it. I was like, ah, I bet you that rock segment had something to do with Taker's entrance and Entrance being so normal and non wrestle, you know, non WrestleMania esque. So, and then we saw that as far as Lesnar and Roman Reigns' entrances too, they were very normal. So, definitely didn't have a WrestleMania feel to them. Speaking of the Undertaker, Undertaker versus Bray Wyatt, he gets some type of retribution. There's a lot to talk about this. We'll we'll, we'll confine it uh, within a couple of minutes here. 
Uh, I think the biggest thing is Taker comes back, he wins, he beats Bray Wyatt. This is the question that I'm going to pose to everyone, and I'll start off with Armand. Does this diminish or does this take away the, the does this take away the punch, so to speak, of of Lesnar uh, beating the streak? No, honestly, the match did nothing for me altogether. Um, didn't do anything for Brian. Didn't do anything for Undertaker. I think I think the win for the Undertaker was for the fans. I mean, Undertaker losing two years in a row, like I think it just would have really killed a lot of people. <laughs> I don't think they would have been able to handle that. Um, so it didn't do – I don't think Wyatt looked, looked worse. And I'm not going to judge it because, you know, Wyatt was he, – he sprained his ankle really, really bad the day of. I heard to the point to where they were getting ready to write Sheamus in and have him as a last-second replacement. Um, so and, – and when you go back and you watch the match – I forgot what the spot was, but Wyatt kind of lands on his foot and he screams. Um, so you could tell that they had to completely call the match on the fly and a lot of the spots that they probably had planned, they couldn't do anymore. So I don't I don't judge that match. I, I kind of give both Taker and, and Bray a pass. Um, so I don't think it does anything for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek, what's your, what's your evaluation of the match? It was pretty much a bust. I mean, pretty it's like uh, it was nothing. The build up was great, not really. The build up wasn't all that great, so the match itself wasn't that awesome. I can see it. it's great for nostalgia. I like the Undertaker walking on top of the rope and everything. But again, it, it was more of a gimmick match. I don't want WrestleMania to turn into a gimmick pay per view, but it almost seems like it's on that way. I love the Undertaker. Don't get me wrong, but just didn't uh, didn't fill my coffee cup. Yeah, I, I wasn't too in the, in the very beginning. I was, I was, it was just, it, it was flat to me. It was, it was just really flat. It picked up, it picked up towards the end, um, but it was just, eh, it was just a subpar match to me. And I, and I, and I will agree with with you, Armand, as far as not being able to necessarily judge the match, just because I do, I do think that I think the reason why it was just a par is because Taker Bray just meant nothing. I mean, absolutely nothing. I'll explain, I'll explain this before with no streak, this match showed that just without a streak being such the suspense factor with Taker, it just, it fell flat, and I think even without Bray having, you know, an unfortunate ankle injury, I still think it would have meant nothing. I mean, even I'm sure the back and forth would have been better, been better ebbs and flows during the match. But overall, just the meaning behind the match just kind of diminished my interest in it. It was good to see Taker get some type of retribution because I think he needed to win more than Bray did because even with Bray winning, if if with Bray losing, you know, he's still the future of the WWE possibly. He's still, you know, a good promo cutter. He can still, you know, lose and it's still it still be okay. So Taker really really needed this match, uh, you know, for for him to try to patch up any type of. Uh, 
wounds, you know, the, uh, that he left from last year. All right, uh, we have our final match of the night, WrestleMania, then we'll just uh, do our takeaways, uh, each of our takeaways, so we'll all run, that, run it down. Uh, the last match was uh, Roman Reigns against Brock Lesnar, and then the Seth Rollins cash-in. Ryan, I'll let you start first because I know that you're a Rollins guy. Let us know your thoughts of, uh, of this match and the cash-in. Um, like I told you earlier, Reigns' walk to the ring was just wow. Like, it, the dude looked big time. He looked ready. Um, I have yet to have an opinion on Reigns, but I think after last night, him not winning, if you still don't like him or boo him, it's once again you're just being that John Cena trend type deal, like that trendy fan, like, oh, it's cool to hate him because everybody else does. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm so much sold on Reigns now, but definitely way more into him. Uh, Brock was on Suplex City. Uh, this is a family show, so we won't go there. But, um, yeah, uh, cash-in, man. It was, like I said, didn't see it coming. I I don't think I've popped like that since high school, man. Like, I was so excited. My boy won. Um, that's why WrestleMania was an A to me. That's Yeah. Got to see him on the Today Show. Nice suit. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> oh, Armand, um, man, I know that there was a – you're a you're Brock Lesnar guy, so – you can't really share the same type of sentiments that uh, that Ryan has. So let us know. What oh, I sure, I sure can. I sure can. I loved it. Um, again, like this had absolutely, you know, I think we were all dreading this match from the minute Reigns got in the Royal Rumble um, or even from when he came back because we knew this is how it was going to go and Reigns was going to win and, he was going to eat 17 Germans only to come back and do two Superman punches of spear and beat Brock. And it was going to diminish the streak. Like we were all worried. And I think the best thing that happened for this event was Brock going on ESPN and saying that he was re-signing with the E. So we have no idea what's going to happen. There's different options and avenues. The match happens and these guys are throwing bombs. I mean, the, the clothesline onto the apron, Reigns knee to the face. The I saw it now. It was a blade job, but even Reigns running Brock into the into the pole on the outside. Um, you know, like the slaps. I mean, it was just the psychology of it was great. Brock, we talk about Triple H's psychology. Brock has great psychology, and he was able to mm-hmm. to bring Roman through a really good twenty minute match. And, again, like it was said earlier, I completely forgot about Seth. So, you know, when he comes out and he cashes in, it's just that's the WrestleMania moment that they spend months talking about. That's what they point to the sign after every Raw. That's what that's for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I loved it. It immediately turned Brock into the number one baby face in the company. He's going to chase Rollins. Rollins and Sean talked about this Rollins and Brock have great interaction, great chemistry. We saw that on Raw. 
Um, we saw that at the Royal Rumble and their triple threat with Cena. It just opens up a myriad of possibilities for Brock. So I loved it, and I was not mad at Seth walking out the champion, and everybody looked like a million bucks at the end of the night. Yeah. Derek, would you agree? I would almost agree. I don't know, not so much. It's almost like you're not going to see Brock Lesnar for a long time now. But you're going to see Seth Rollins a lot. And turn down around with the championship. It was kind of a thing where you don't, I wasn't expected, but it was in the back of your mind. You almost, you know, money in the bank, WrestleMania. So it wasn't too much of a surprise for me, but it was something that I can live with and it's okay. And I, would, I want to see Brock Lesnar sooner than later, but maybe not. It is what it is. It was and that's what's great. And this is Pancakes and Power Slams, ladies and gentlemen. Christopher Stone, we've got a lot more to talk about. Let's get on to the next segment. We will, but I do have to say this real quick. I was not as, so I was not as mad as I thought I was going to be. When, when Rollins cashed it in, surprisingly, very surprisingly, because every, you know, many, 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 many times I come on the show and, and talk to all three of the panelists um, tonight about how much I'm not a Seth Rollins guy. I'm a, I'm a Tyler Black guy, but not a, a Seth Rollins guy. And, uh, I, I, you know, the whole thing, money in him, you know, I was really, really serious about that. Um, I still think there's a lot of growing to do with, with, with Seth Rollins, but hopefully um, this Brock turn-ish type thing, kind of turning, kind of not, but still kind of like being, you know, still being Brock Lesnar, but more of an anti-hero, babyface type of type of character. I'm sure that'll mold Rollins. Orton putting him over probably at AR would, would Extreme Rules would would help him too. Uh, and then, real quick, uh, mention uh, I also uh, reported that uh, on pwmania.com that uh, there's a GIF if y'all want to check it out. Uh, whoever's listening, of uh, Rollins saying thank you so much to Roman Reigns when he pinned him. So it was it was a real deal for mm-hmm. Seth Rollins. Um, so you know it's it, it was a real deal. So you know I knowing. Following Tyler Black and ROH in the Indies, I, I felt a little bit of that when he won the championship, so it made it a little bit better for me because I followed him for so long. Um, so it made it a little bit better for me to, to digest it more than just, you know, saying, oh, boo, Seth Rollins. So I wasn't as mad. Of course, uh, you know, I wanted Roman Reigns to win, but it wasn't as, as bad as I thought it was going to be. So. All right, ladies and gentlemen, real quick, Raw – um, takeaways. We'll have each one of everybody have uh, uh, quick takeaways from Raw. Uh, let's just run down it real quick. Lesnar and Heyman promo interrupted by Stephanie. Um, Daniel Bryan defeating Dolph and then uh, draws two point. I mean Sheamus coming out uh, and and bro <laughs> kicking uh, Daniel Bryan and and uh, and, and Barrett. Um, uh, well Barrett coming out and then Sheamus making a save and then bro kicking Daniel Bryan and. Um, and, and white noise and roll kicking uh, Dolph Ziggler. Lucha Dragons um, and the New Day just made me just despise San Jose uh, crowd when they were saying New Day sucks. 
Um, they but they were big on Kalisto though. Uh, defeating Kansas Arrow in the, the Ascension, Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar led to Rollins retreating. Lesnar going berserk. Uh, Cole gets an F5, and some cameraman who was probably uh, already staged, uh, indie wrestler. Uh, and then he gets suspended indefinitely. Miz Dow defeating Stardust, attacked by Miz. Neville, only known as Neville now, which is ridiculous. Um, beating Curtis Axel. John Cena defeating Dean Ambrose in the Open Challenge. Naomi Page and AJ Lee defeating Natalia and the Bellas. Uh, uh, then you have uh, Rusev defeating Goldust. And then the six-man Roman Reigns right back in order defeating Rollins, Show, and Kane. Uh, let's get a, a, a good 60-second takeaway from each of each of us. And uh, Derek, you can go first. Hey, well, you got uh, Roman Reigns and uh... – yeah, this part on Raw, but then you got the best thing of Monday Night Raw actually was Dolph Ziggler. <clears throat> Dolph Ziggler against yeah, Daniel Bryan. That's going to bring so much to WWE. Monday Night Raw was beautiful for that. You've got uh, a lot of takeaways from that. And really, that made Monday Night Raw the thing. And you got Brock Lesnar just going nuts on everyone. Everyone saw the shoe fly off, and it was just so absolutely wonderful. For crying out loud, Ooh. WWE Mike Raw has to be one of the best shows. I'd give that a B plus just based on the fact that you've got the Intercontinental Championship going that many extremes. Awesome. All right, Armand. My man Seamus is back. Hill Seamus. Uh, I love it. Um, the first hour was really, really good. Um, I loved Brock destroying the set. I loved Booker T scream before they uh, <laughs> <laughs> right when Brock tipped over the uh, announce table. That was hilarious. Um, I love the Lucha Dragons. Callisto is out of here. Um, they w- they they want a, a masked. Uh, Luchador to cater to the uh, Spanish audience. Callisto is that guy. Um, they have the ability to get some Rey Mysterio in 96, 97-esque matches out of him with the right people. Um, it, it, he, it was, he was just great. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, I forgot everything else I was going to say, man. Um Oh, oh, um, can can we can we cut some slack for Brian Saxton, please? Can we cut him a little bit of slack? Uh, you get a guy oh. who's not he's 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 a, what a year year and a half into the into the role. He's not really a a, a color guy. He's a part of a team. Um, you send him out there to do Monday Night Raw by himself on the biggest Raw of the year, and you don't have a Lawler or somebody to come out there with him originally, he doesn't know how to fill time, fill space. And I don't. You've, he's probably got Vince and Triple H and six other people in his ear yelling at him. And he was just getting murdered on Twitter last night. And I felt bad for him because, you know, they just kind of threw him out. I mean, I'm sure he knew about it beforehand, but they could have they did that a whole heck of a lot better. Um, but I said that to say, yeah. I agree with you, Chris. You tweeted that um, this was the first Raw after WrestleMania that that wasn't better than WrestleMania. I agree with that. But it was still a good show. Mm-hmm. 
Ryan, uh, 30 seconds. Uh, where, where I don't even need it. Where was Bray Wyatt? That's all I got. Well, oh, yeah. Probably nursing his injury. Um, yeah. yeah, real quick. Uh, not not okay. Uh, okay with Hill Sheamus, but the look was absolutely dreadful. Um, Neville coming out, uh, great showing, but I still don't see an elevation uh, with 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 him. I think he'll be just someone that that I have good, good matches. I don't see strong booking with him. Um, not okay with the crowd, like I said, with New Day, uh, uh, and then um, just the the open challenge was good, and then the the, the six man match after. The Raw after Manny just kind of made it a little bit lackluster. Right. All right, so we got about 60 seconds. Uh, real quick, play of the week. Uh, let's uh, let's go with uh, real quick three bold predictions for WrestleMania 32. Uh, just uh, real quick, go ahead, Derek. Uh, WrestleMania 32, you got uh, Triple H against Ronda Rousey. You've got uh, Sting against Undertaker. And you've got the uh, Song Dongo against Nobody. Except he'll be oh, the Next. <laughs> right. uh, Armand, your, your, your three bold predictions. Three bold predictions. Taker Cena. Uh, Taker gets a send-off. Uh, Dean Ambrose leaves WrestleMania with a title. And um, Brock loses in whatever match he's in. Oh, okay. He's losing. All right. Real quick, Ryan. I'll just do one. I'm going way bold. I think Austin's full of crap, and I think Punk will be back. Austin versus Punk. Yes. Main event. Yes. Ooh. Yes. Ooh, yes. Nice. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. Real quick, yes. Uh, <laughs> real, real quick, Rousey versus Steph for me. Rock Lesnar, which isn't too bold, but my bold one is Reigns walk out the WWE champion, WrestleMania 32. So, uh, Thank you so much, everyone. Fantastic show. Of course, all the plugs that I've done throughout the show. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic evening, and God bless. Good night. Daddy loves Ian and Elijah. Good night. Bye-bye.